Today on the newscast, Iran is already playing hardball with world powers in Vienna as Israel warns of nuclear blackmail. Will Israel be forced to act? Get my take coming up. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We are on day two of Iran nuclear talks in Vienna. Representatives from the Iranian regime are in Vienna right now, meeting with their counterparts from Britain, France, Germany, China, Russia, and indirectly with diplomats from the United States. Apparently, the U.S. representatives are in an adjacent room, but are not in the same room meeting face-to-face with their Iranian counterparts. These are indirect talks for the United States. That was one of the ground rules that the Iranian regime laid down. And of course, the United States sadly played along with it. Now, Iran already is driving a very hard line in these talks, folks, as we predicted here on the newscast. They are acting as if they have all the leverage. And we will get into it in a minute. And what Israel's response has been so far to these talks in Vienna. Real quick before we get into it, if you have not subscribed to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. And by the way, a quick programming note, this Thursday, I believe that is December 2nd, we will have yet another Watchman live stream right here on our YouTube channel. Be sure to join us live between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I had to think for a second between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time and bring your questions for our Q&A session. Now, we've been doing the live streams on Wednesday usually, but this week because of some scheduling conflicts, we are going to do it on Thursday, December 2nd. So be sure to join us then at 4 p.m. Eastern Time with your questions. Okay, let's get into it. Already I mentioned Iran driving a very hard bargain at the negotiating table in Vienna. Today, Iran's top nuclear negotiator, their man in Vienna, Ali Bagheri, said that every previous uh, discussion or negotiation between Iran and world powers is now essentially out the window. What he is saying is, okay, we discussed certain things, in our past rounds of conversations and discussions over the past several years, but that was just kind of a rough draft. And anything that was negotiated is now open to renegotiation. So Iran, again, throwing out the window everything that came before this latest round of talks in Vienna, much to the chagrin, I'm sure, of the other nations that it is negotiating with, but there hasn't been much pushback yet to these comments by Iran's top nuclear negotiator. So we have a charade already, folks, as you can tell. Secondly, the Iranian regime, the foreign minister of Iran, has made very clear from the outset here that Iran will not enter a new deal unless the United States drops all sanctions against the Iranian regime. Now, for the U.S. to drop sanctions would essentially mean that The Iranian regime is awarded billions of dollars in sanctions relief. You might say, that's crazy. The U.S. would never do that. But hold your horses. Back in 2015, 2016, that's exactly what the Obama administration did, lifting sanctions against Iran and gift-wrapping the regime 
billions of dollars in sanctions relief. And what did Iran and the mullahs in Tehran do with this great gift that it was given by the United States? Did it use those billions of dollars to perhaps build schools and playgrounds and community centers in Iran? Or did it use that money to funnel it off to the likes of Hamas and Hezbollah to destroy schools and playgrounds and community centers in Israel? I think you know the answer to that question. As a matter of fact, when the Iran nuclear deal was signed in 2015 in the immediate aftermath, that's when Iran really began its push across the region. And what do we have now? Iran on the threshold of the bomb, number one. But number two, Iran's proxies stronger than ever, more well-equipped than ever. Naftali Bennett, the Israeli prime minister, had a little bit to say about Iran's negotiating ploys. He said yesterday in a videotaped message to world powers negotiating with Iran in Vienna that the world should not give in, and I quote, should not give in to Iran's nuclear blackmail. And he said, look, if you lift sanctions, you are essentially paying the Iranian regime to develop nuclear weapons. Because if you watch the newscast, you have a good idea of what's going on in Vienna right now. The Iranian regime will look to drag these talks out and stretch it out as long as they can. They'll make impossible demands and unrealistic. They'll demand unrealistic concessions from the West. The West very likely will play along in at least some cases, sadly. But then you'll look up one day and Iran will announce that it has become a nuclear threshold state. Their enriched uranium has reached a certain level where they will be able to break out at any moment and develop a nuclear weapon. That's the game here. Iran is playing the long game. They're stalling and they are dragging this out in their ultimate pursuit of a nuclear weapon. This is no surprise. Israel continues to be a voice in the wilderness warning about Iran's nuclear program, joined by the Sunni Arab nations like Saudi Arabia and the UAE. But you don't see that kind of forceful backup and support from the West that you would expect to see. The West seems all too eager to play along, to appease, to string this thing out, and to gift wrap Iran with a very sweet nuclear deal, which again, awards Iran with billions in sanctions relief, does not hold Iran accountable for its support of terror in the region, and does not hold Iran accountable or put any limits on its ballistic missile program. What the West gets out of this deal, I am not very sure, folks. But Israel is watching this all unfold very closely. And recently, in Jerusalem, I interviewed the former national security advisor for former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Major General Yaakov Amidror. He is now with the Jerusalem Institute for Security and Strategy. He had some very pointed words about why Iran should never be permitted to acquire the bomb and what Israel should do about Iran's nuclear weapons program if necessary. Take a look. For everyone out there who's still saying, well, you know, maybe we sanction them, the Iran deal, maybe it will work. Why can Iran never be permitted to acquire a nuclear weapon? Because they are very serious about their wish, desire, and hope to destroy the state of Israel. One of their leaders said in the past, Israel is very little, it's a one-bomb state. 
Rafs and Johnny. And he didn't speak about the ordinary weapon system. And this is why it doesn't matter what our good friends in America will say. It doesn't matter what our good European friends will say. At the end of the day, Israel should not allow the Iranians to have nuclear military capability. And if that, the, the meaning of it is a need to um, take 400 um, Israeli Air Force uh, aeroplanes and to bomb the facilities, that should be done because Israel cannot allow Iran to have military nuclear capability. Whatever will be the circumstances, whatever be the nice words around the world, whatever someone will promise us, we learn from the, from the past, we learn from the history, we believe those who are saying that they want to destroy Israel. We have very good intelligence which are, is showing us that they are serious about it. The archive which had been brought by our Mossad from Tehran is, is, is very clear about it and we don't let them to do it. And there is a track record of 1981 with OSIRIC and 2007 with Syria. Uh, Israel has shown we will not allow an existential threat to develop at our doorstep. Good, good two examples. Folks, very serious analysis there from a very serious man, former Major General Yaakov Amidror, again, National Security Advisor for the State of Israel, under Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. I do not take his words lightly as the wars and rumors of wars continue to escalate as Iran plays this double game in Vienna, continues to enrich uranium at greater and greater levels. Let's keep this situation in our prayers. We have nothing to fear. We know that God Almighty still sits on the throne, but it is a good thing for us to be aware and to be informed. And that's why we do what we do right here at the Watchman Newscast. Again, quick reminder before I go, uh, live stream this Thursday, December 2nd. We get, get a great response on our live events here on the YouTube channel. Lots of engagement, lots of people asking questions, and I get to share a little bit more about my personal story and testimony. You get to know me a little bit better, so we have a lot of fun on the live streams. Again, this Thursday, December 2nd, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Watchman News Channel on YouTube. Hey, until tomorrow, thanks for joining us here. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.